Welcome to Gateway Community Church, Webster, Texas. We're so glad you found us, and we hope this message helps you discover more about God and His unique plan for your life. Well, good evening, Gateway. What a fun evening so far. I hope that you have had a great time singing a lot of fun Christmas carols. These are some of my favorite ones, and that last one has been a fun song to be heard throughout the church as they've practiced that. And it's just been one of those just warming experiences in my heart as I've listened to that song uh, be sung. Now, I was coming up here, and Joe Glennon's been great to kind of set me up. And I don't know if y'all know Joe, but he does a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And, and I'm over there, and I'm sitting next to my lovely wife, Peggy, and we're sitting there, and we're enjoying the seat. Yeah, that's, there you go, Joe. See, that was all for you, see? And so, uh, so we're sitting over there, and Joe comes over to me, and I don't know why he gave this to me, but... He gave me this towel, so I don't know if he thinks that I've changed my preaching style and I'm going to be at it tonight and I'm going to really go for it. I'm not really sure what this, but I appreciate the possibility that it could get crazy in here. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> so in the middle of all this uh, carol season, as we've kind of gone through December and we've kind of gone through a series of carols, and Randy came to me a couple of weeks ago and asked me if I would do Christmas Eve at 11, and I want to tell you, thank you for allowing me to do that, and I, you know, started tossing in my head which one I would do, which one I would pick, what was important to me, and, and my wife and I were talking about a bunch of different ones that we thought would be good, and I come to Randy, and I've got all these great ideas, I said, this is the one I want to do, and he goes, no, you're going to do this one. Okay, so here I am uh, with Silent Night. Uh, but I don't come to you doing Silent Night, dragging, kicking, and screaming. Because I got to tell you, this is one of the best Christmas carols that wraps up what tonight is all about. There was a Sunday school class of children and they were sitting together, and as they began to sit together, they decided that they would hear from the teacher to read Luke 2. They heard the Christmas story, and after the Christmas story was over with, they began to sing Silent Night together. Oh, I'm sure it was lovely, this room full of children singing Silent Night. But at the end, the teacher said, now what I would like for you to do is I would like for you to draw a picture of what you think the nativity scene would have looked like. So this little boy is over in the corner and he's frantically drawing on his piece of paper. And I'm, in this picture, he had Mary and he had Joseph and he had the baby Jesus and he had some barn animals. And over on the side, he had this little roly-poly figure. The teacher just assumed that this was Santa Claus, but wasn't sure if it was Santa Claus that he had incorporated into his nativity scene. So went over and asked, is this Santa Claus in your nativity scene? And the little boy said, well, no, that's round John Virgin. Okay, whew, it went off. Okay, good. 
Bob, that was for you. In 19, I mean in 1816, 1816, almost 200 years ago, this guy Joseph Moore wrote Silent Night. Two years later, he's a young Catholic priest, and he is uh, his organ has gone out in his uh, in his chapel, and he calls a friend of his, Franz Gruber, is the guy's name, and he said, "Hey, I've got this." these lyrics, but I don't have a melody or a tune. And he said, will you put this, will you compose this for you? Will you arrange it? He said, sure. So the guy comes over, they write, he's written Silent Night, they put the music to it, and almost 200 years ago, the first rendition of Silent Night was sung in a small little church in Austria. Now, what is interesting about that story and tonight and me doing this, and this is, I think, how God works, is that Brandon and Betsy had no idea that I was going to do this story, and I really didn't know that they were going to do it by guitar. But that very first night, because the organ was out, Silent Night was played for the very first time by guitar. We are enamored with this song. This song has touched many people over the years. There have been many artists who have recorded Silent Night. But for each one of us, we can think back on our time in church and something is drawn up into us when we think about Christmas Eve and we think about Silent Night being sung. Is it that the melody is a lullaby and we picture a baby in a manger? Is it the content of the words that Bessie was talking about? Oh, come all you faithful, transforming our hearts and our minds and our lives. I think it's all of those things. But for each one of us, this song has resonated in many different ways. I don't think that we can go any further tonight than for you to hear the reason why Joseph Moore and Franz Gruber put together one of the best Christmas carols. And it's only because they were connected to the Word of God. And we can't go any further talking about Silent Night until we read Luke 2. Better known for all of us as the Christmas story. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn a son. She wrapped him in clothes, placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. 
And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. The angel said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. So far, I'm not picturing a silent night. The angels are singing. Glory to God in the highest. Shepherds are terrified by what they say. And they're not just... They're hurrying off. They want to know what this thing is that the Lord has told them about. This baby that's been born, they want to go and see. They're frantically... They don't even know that before this news has come to them... Joseph and Mary have been in the manger, and Joseph is a midwife. Anybody thought about that before? Our players are our angels. The angel first. And then all of a sudden, can you imagine? (laughs) And I'm telling you, that's got to be a little frightening. And then all of a sudden, they're gone. Well, you know, if I had that in my life, I go, you know what? I think we might want to go check this out. Shepherds scurried off. Now, what's interesting about our shepherds is that shepherds were what? They were doing what? They were living in the fields, right, with their sheep. One of the interesting things about the fact that they are shepherds that are told this news. And I don't know if you ever thought about this, but maybe these are the shepherds that are watching over these animals to begin the process of making sure they're protected so that they are unblemished, so that they are perfect animals that they are being raised, why? So that they can become sacrificial lambs at the Passover. Have you ever thought about that? That these shepherds are the ones that were watching over this flock of sheep, that they were raising them to be sacrificial lambs, and now the angels of the Lord are coming and saying, glory to God in the highest? The shepherds are now being told about the ultimate sacrificial lamb. Pretty amazing. It's not by chance, people. God works in ways 
that sometimes we don't see it. The shepherds hurry off and they find the baby just as the angels had told them that they would find them. You got barn animals, you got this poor little couple trying to nurse a child, and here is Mary, and this child is coming to the world, and she's trying to do her best. And poor Joseph, I mean, any man in this room, anybody want to do Joseph's job at this point, guys? Anybody? No, I didn't think so. Okay, good. And I'm just telling you, he's got to be frantic. Am I doing it right? I mean, he doesn't know. But the calm and the silent comes when the child comes out, comes out and begins that first cry of entrance into the world. I told Brandon Dietz there was something that he had posted on Facebook about Elliot, and he had said, screaming baby for the last hour, for the love of God. And I want to tell you that this is a screaming baby because of the love of God. Christ's child has come so that we can have eternal life. And Mary, this little girl, is now quietly holding her child. Here's what I want to share with you. We live in a world of commotion and distraction so that we do not take time out to experience the love of God in that precious moment of silence that Mary knew when she said in verse 19, what did she do? She took all of this in and she did what? She pondered it in her heart. Do you ponder what God has done for you, the love that he has given you? Do you ponder that in your heart? That's our challenge this Christmas season. This Christmas season, our challenge to ourselves is that we take time out of this busyness and the distraction and the commotion and all of the stuff that's going on to just be silent. Isn't that what you would like? Wouldn't you like just to have a moment of peace? Wouldn't you like just to have a little bit of time of quiet, time of reflection. I think we all do. And you want to know why Silent Night strikes a chord with us? It's because it's what that song offers to us. It offers that sense of peace and quiet and reflection for what God has done for us, which is to send his son so that we can all have the opportunity to make the decision to follow him and to live with him forever. A couple of verses I want to leave you with before we're done and we go into our time of communion. Psalm 46.10 says this, Be still and know that I am God. Zechariah 2.13 says, 
Be still before the Lord, all mankind, because he has roused himself from his holy dwelling. I was on Young Life staff for a long time. And one of the things that we would do at summer camp is we would basically, summer camp for Young Life was a progression of these talks that would lead them to hearing the gospel message by the end of the week, day five. You would hear the cross talk. You would hear the great news of Jesus' dying for you on the cross. And what Young Life would do in that moment was they would give students 20 minutes. We're going to give you 20 minutes to go out and just think about what you've heard tonight. And here these campers would go off and they would find their spots and they would be alone and they would begin to ponder in their heart what God had done for them. And I can't tell you the number of kids that I have met over the time that I've been here on earth working with Young Life and other ministries of kids who have said, in that 20 minutes, that was when I gave my heart to Jesus Christ. I think it's because they had a chance just to get away and be silent and hear from God. Folks, there is so much going on around us. There is so much stuff that's happening that we just don't even begin to even comprehend what it would mean to take some time out and just be silent and listen to what God wants to say to us. A challenge for us, a challenge for me, is that this Christmas season, tomorrow, Christmas Day, I want to encourage you to just take some time away from the Christmas tree and the activities of presents and gift giving and family and just break away and just take time out to ponder this silent night. Because this is... God's gift to us, His Son. It's when we are silent that we can truly appreciate the holiness of God and what He has done for us. And when we take that time to be silent, just as Randy talked about at 2, 4, and 6, there's something really holy about this night. My hope is that if you're here in this room and you've never made that decision, to ask Jesus Christ into your heart and to move yourself in a position to where you will follow him with all that you are, I want to encourage you to at least ponder what God has done on this night by sending his son as a baby, as a child, so that we can have eternal life. Remember, silent night, holy night, when it comes to this, it certainly and truly comes together. Amen? To learn more about us, visit www.gateway-community.org. Welcome to your journey.